You've tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. Hi, this is Steven from Geek Elite Media, and I want to tell you about Cuts by Candace, a hairstylist that'll work with you to get just the right look. After growing my hair out for years and years, Candace was the only stylist I trusted to cut my luscious locks. Mention our promo code GEEKOUT when making your appointment through the end of April 2019, and you'll get 10% off your hair services. Follow Cuts by Candace on Facebook and Cuts by Candace 3 on Instagram, and start looking the best you, you can. with Geek Elite Media here at Mission Viejo Library Comic Con. I think I nailed that one. She said the name for me last time. <laughs> uh, and I'm here with David Scott Smith. That's I'm, right. Oh, man, all these things with long, long <laughs> names. Um, he's one of the artists here tabling today. Um, he has some fantastic work that I like very much. Um, we'll have some photos and some links to that in the description here. Um, what brings you here today? Well, I do a webcomic called Space Space 8. And I've uh, collected a bunch of the strips into books, and I'm selling books and stickers and original art here at the Comic-Con. Awesome. Uh, where can people find Space Base 8 on the internet? It's real easy. It's Space Base 8, and that's the number 8, .com. And there's uh, years and years worth of strips to go through. How long have you been doing the comic for? I started about seven years ago, and there's uh, quite, a few, quite a few strips uh, I haven't updated in quite a while, but for a good three or four years, I updated three times a week. Goodness. Right on schedule, yeah. Monday, Wednesday, Friday? It was Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and <laughs> Friday was a double-sized uh, color. It's a Sunday strip. Exactly. That was the idea. This is very much a, a, a newspaper strip, and so it's all ages like a newspaper strip would be without mm. being a, a little kid's strip, but yeah. definitely safe for anybody to read. Yeah. And so that's, that's actually a really good... Um, selling point here, especially at a library comic con like this where there's a lot of families coming up Very much with so. uh, little kids. And so I I'm still can uh, be attractive to everybody who's walking through. So it's kind of nice. Yeah. I saw there was a kid who came by our booth earlier and he had the comic and it was in there with the guy who was doing the Transformers art and a couple other like, like these like like way like like heavily rendered pieces. Oh. And in the back there's this like gorgeous little comic book. It's like what's this thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. So um what was it that uh, made you decide to start doing the comic? Well, I've been a cartoonist ever since I can remember, you know, as, as a little kid I always drew comics and and newspaper comic strips were also very really important to me as well as the superhero stuff. Mm-hmm. And so um once I got old enough and I realized I probably wasn't ever going to draw Spider-Man for Marvel. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um I uh I don't know. I just I I found once web comics became a thing, I, I I thought to myself, well, I could do that. So that's been my my nighttime hobby was <laughs> to get this going, and it really is more of a hobby, but um, just something I always wanted to do, and so I'm doing it. Um, uh, two questions, I guess, uh, to follow up that one. Um, were there any particular web comics that you saw in like the genesis of web comics that inspired you to to go ahead with that stuff? Yeah. Um, PVP oh, by Scott Kurtz. Kurtz. Yeah, of course everybody everybody yeah. followed that, and um, uh, Sheldon, which was the Dave Kellett, did that, and those those guys were associated, and they did the whole how to make web comics book, mm-hmm. and they did the whole podcast, uh, whatever that was, web comics weekly and stuff, and so basically that taught me what I needed to do to 
to do what I'm doing now. Yeah. yeah. To, to, to put into, into perspective for those who might not know a couple of those, those comics there, uh, PVP has been on the internet for so long that the website is pvp-online.com. Because <laughs> the hope was always to get it in newspapers. So, <laughs> so it is a fun one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, aside from that, is there anything that you think that you get out doing these that um, you think you it's an itch that you wouldn't otherwise be able to scratch doing what you do in your daily life? I've made a lot of friends. I've made a lot of friends. I've, I've done different conventions around the Southern California area through the years, and um, there are people that I see every time I do it, and this is the only time I see these people mm-hmm. is when I come to do a convention. And I've stopped doing them. I haven't done them very much in the last few years. I've kind of more gradually graduated to doing the smaller conventions um and uh like this one here the mission viejo it's a it's a library comic con and and that's uh more of my speed right now as i'm ramping up to coming out with some new content because i haven't done anything new in quite a while that's okay. so uh yeah no yeah it's i'm, I'm good with it <laughs> i got tired after a few years of, of updating that's um, fair. it really was uh you hit that that burnout point so but um i'm I'm coming back. I'm going to do maybe not Space Space Eight, which is the comic I'm doing now. Maybe something new, but I'm I'm definitely coming back. So what's what's been the most the most exciting part of developing a new property for yourself? It I, actually is just the satisfaction. That's fair. Like I didn't know if I could write jokes and write a comic. I'd never really been good at that. I just got a book on how to write jokes okay. from the library. Awesome. And I I <laughs> understood like how that works. And I said, okay, maybe I'll try. And it just, I don't know. Luckily, it just happened. And I've read so many comic strips that yeah. I kind of knew the the pacing and the form. Mm-hmm. And, and so I kind of just clicked into a lot of things. And I'd go back and read some Peanuts strips or some Calvin and Hobbes and yeah. say, what worked about this? Yeah. And I'd say, well, I'll do exactly that, but I'll put my own words in my... But there's a lot of the same... Like timing. I said, like the timing yeah. and the, the setup and the punchline, like the... Uh, situation setup punchline one two three mm-hmm. panels and stuff that that seems to be like a formula but it's disguised once you once you put the the content on top yeah. of it that it doesn't feel formulaic mm-hmm. and it's it feels real comfortable and I think it works really well. No, agreed. Yeah, yeah there's, there's, so. there's definitely something to be said for that third panel setup for the fourth panel beat like yeah, that right, break right there. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. that's really fun. Uh, um, um, yeah, and so that's that's just really. That was real satisfying to find out. Hey, I, after reading it for so long, I kind of know I could kind of do this. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm actually happy with what I've done. You know? That's good. Yeah. It, uh, do you think it's a it's a big departure as far as like uh, subject material or anything like that? I don't, I don't want to spoil what you got going or anything. Spoil <laughs> like uh, for the new thing that you're developing. Oh, for the new thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, the new thing will be. Um, well, I've, this is science fiction. The Space Base 8 is science fiction. And the other thing that I'm always into was well, I used to play Dungeons & Dragons when I was a kid and stuff. So it's definitely going to be fantasy. And now that everybody knows Game of Thrones and Adventure yeah. Time and all that. So it'll be something. I'm, I'm sure it'll. that's that's the idea is something more uh, fantasy and Dungeons & Dragons type stuff. Yeah, okay. That's definitely. a good one right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everybody's familiar with that now. And video games have really made it. Everybody knows the tropes. Mm-hmm. And that's what, like with uh, Space Base 8, it really does like... I can just I I need a week's worth of jokes. Well, what's a science fiction trope? Uh, time travel. Okay. Yeah. So then now it just writes itself because you've got a million things about time travel other people have done and you can make fun of that stuff or you can build on that stuff. So now I can do the same thing with uh, the fantasy sword and sorcery stuff, which yeah. there's so much, and it's also stuff I know. Both mm. superheroes, science fiction, and sword and sorcery fantasy are 
I just grew up with all of those. So the tried and true. It's probably not going to be hard for me to come up with something to yeah. go on that. Yeah. Um, are you going to? Do you think you'll be doing something similar artistically, like as far as style goes? Or are you going for a hard Prince Valiant look? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll probably be a very cartoony um, take. Space Space Eight's based on like a mid-century modern, um, real like rocket age astro fantastic Jetsons-y kind of a yeah. aesthetic. And um, I probably won't go, I won't hit that as hard, but it'll still be nice and cartoony. Okay. That's that's really my favorite thing to do. With like he- heavy line weight and, and heavy line weights, yeah, okay. yeah, some and and some maybe maybe not so abstracted, but um, yeah, I'm definitely gonna gonna play with stay in the cartoony uh, area. I don't see a, well, I, I guess Adventure Time was real cartoony, yeah, and that really worked so. for them. Yeah. Um, but most of the things I see, especially for like Sword and Sorcerer, I don't see a lot of cartoony stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and that's what I'm really comfortable doing, and that's what I it's what I most enjoy. I really used to love the old Harvey, like the Caspers and the hot stuff, the little devil, and yeah. all of those real cartoony characters little and high cheek, <laughs> yeah, yeah, little stubby feet and stuff. Those character designs were uh, really inspiring, and I'm halfway leaning on maybe kind of going in that direction too. So like I mean, some real cute characters that are doing stuff like that. So I, I, I can't say it's something that I've seen as far as like the, the like you said, the sword and sorcery mm-hmm. genre. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think right now the main thing that I see predominantly for comics like that are really like loosely drawn ones where they don't really ink anything. It's pen, like hmm. straight to pencil and then oh. color, like, with flats under it and that's it. Yeah. For comics. Yeah. So um, other than that, um, if you had to choose... Who do you? Who would you think uh, most inspired you to do what you do? Uh, either just being a cartoonist or your specific style. Oh, it's got to be Charles Schultz who did okay. Peanuts, which is kind of a easy, no, easy <laughs> answer for someone. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I grew up reading the strips, and my 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 mom and dad would come home with just stuff from yard sales, mm-hmm. and it's just books of uh, all those old comic strips like old books books from like the 60s and stuff and uh, I just would devour those things and so um, that's really you know Charles Schultz and uh, Watterson uh, Calvin Hobbes I mean are you going to get any better than that really no (laughs) I don't think so as far as comic strips I was going to say earlier when you were talking about uh, breaking down the comic panels and everything if you read Calvin and Hobbes you got a master class in the stuff because he just tore it apart and put it back together every time absolutely yeah and even I've even did stuff in mine where like one character is telling a story and it's in and then it's in a totally different more realistic or differently colored like um, style because he's telling the story and of course He's telling it about himself, so his body is big and strong yeah, yeah. and whatever, and, <laughs> and the other people are evil, and you know that's the opposite of what really happened. And that's right out of Calvin and Hobbes, yeah. when Calvin was imagining uh, what he was doing. And then the last panel, it goes back to the very cartoony version after the whole story was told realistically yeah. rendered. Yeah, so definitely like lifted that right out of Calvin and Hobbes, I, for sure. It's just trying to do <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <Ain't laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Like if, if, if you're going to look at someone to do something similar to, go for the best. Uh, that's right. You <laughs> steal from the best. Yeah. yeah. Um, other than that, uh, I guess, um, uh, do, do you prefer traditional or digital? Um, I... I'm such a mix. I, I prefer traditional because I love inking. I love okay. to I, I use a brush usually yeah, or a brush, a brush pen. Yeah. And I just I love the thick and thin line and I just I I can't get away from that. Even though um, when I have a a, a tablet monitor, I I found that I'm really happy with how mm-hmm. all that works out. That pressure sensitivity stuff's 
rocking cool. It really looks good, and I've got the iPad Pro now, and that works really well. So I don't, I don't have a lot of, I don't have any kind of hate for like, oh, that's too Photoshoppy. You know, that, yeah. I don't have anything like that. But I do have to say, at a convention like this, if you have original art and you charge twenty to thirty to forty dollars per comic strip, sometimes people come in and they'll buy hundreds of dollars all in one pop. So it's kind of nice to have a physical thing to sell afterwards. And I really do love the smell of the ink and all yeah. that like corny stuff. So what, what, what brand are you for, for ink? You have a preference? Uh, I like, what is that? Um, it's like some tried and true Higgins or, or something. Yeah, else? it's, it really is. I was thinking, is it Pelican? But it's not, it's the Higgins. It's the, that basic, like just India, the, ink. India, the, yeah, the basic, Definitely. And a uh, Series 7 number two brush. Series Ooh. 7, you pay the f- $30, $35 for that yeah. tiny little brush, but it's t- totally worth it. Yeah, it doesn't clog. I, I, I never would have thought it would be worth it. I, I was using $3 brushes for years. Mm-hmm. How much better could they be? And then I finally got one as a gift, and I used it, and I was sold with one with one brush stroke. I'm like, oh, this is why everybody says yeah. to buy these brushes. Yeah. I, I, who's um, There's the, the comic artist. Um, I think their comic is... Pooches? It's like the small uh, dogs. Right? Oh, mutts. Yeah, mutts. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Have you? That guy's been. He's been using that same nib for like twelve years because they don't make them <laughs> it's anymore. Amazing. He's insane. <laughs> yeah, he's great. But I it, love it's that a fantastic show. look, though. It so is. I don't blame him. Yeah, yeah. And you're not going to get that look. Well, you could. Yeah. I suppose Try. you could. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it, it's it's something special for sure. Um, yeah. uh, the other thing I was going to ask, uh, and then just one last question after that. Um, have you tried using the textured screen protectors for the iPad to give it more of that feel? No. You know what? Because I work with a brush. Uh-huh. Oh, it glides anyway. I glide anyway, so I'm I'm not looking for... It never, it never bothers me that I'm painting on glass because I just said to myself, I'm learning a new a new tool. That's fair. And I just, I'm on the glass. So no, I've actually, I, it, I don't... I don't even wear out nibs. People say that they wear out yeah. nibs on their Wacom's and stuff. Yeah, I've, I don't. You must really press hard if you're wearing <laughs> out nibs because I have never worn out it. I've never even seen wear and tear on mine because yeah. I don't really press hard. Because I, instead of drawing like I'm drawing with a br- uh, pencil, mm-hmm. I'm drawing like I'm drawing with a brush. Yes, yeah, so you're light and on the so pressure. And so I'm I'm really light on the pressure anyway. But that that was the hardest thing I ever learned was to dr- was to do line work with a brush and ink. Actually, I I got a job with with an illustrator who was doing um, inking on coloring books. And I didn't know how to ink yet, but he <laughs> he just gave me three or four pages and he said, keep doing them until they're good enough and I'll pay you 50 bucks a page for inking these. And he gave me a brush and he gave me some ink and he said, go for it. And it took me a month and I did two pages in a month. Yeah. But after that month, I learned how to how to ink with the brush yeah. and it's the, been the best skill I ever learned, and then it transferred right over onto the t- like tablet monitors and <clears throat> stuff because again, it's it's like you're painting with a brush, not drawing with a pencil. And it was a, it was the best thing I ever I ever learned. It was seriously, hardest thing I ever learned. Yeah, but the best thing I ever learned for sure. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. A, a brush is a good one. Yeah. It has it has a specific quality to it. It really does. It really yeah. does, and it translates into so many other things I do now too. Mm. Yeah. Um, I guess the last question uh, hmm. for any any burgeoning artists out there just figuring themselves out. Is there anything that you want to say to them? Like, avoid this, do this. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Don't don't apologize. Okay. Hey, look at my thing. Oh, this is okay. Don't look at this. Oh, don't look at that. This is really bad. But you know, don't when you show people your art, just let the people look at your art. Don't don't put yourself down and don't think you're not good enough and don't just just cut it out. Guys, like, really, be proud of what you're doing because not a lot of people can do it. It's kind of magic. It really is. And people will, people like 
that you are doing that. Mm-hmm. They really do. And um, don't feel bad and don't feel guilty or don't feel like it's not good enough because it really is. Mm-hmm. It really is. No kidding. No, okay. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, and you're, you're not good enough until the day that you are. And then two weeks later, you're not good enough again to yourself. Right. It's going to It's all relative. And we all think that we're not good enough. But um, it you're... You are. It, it is good enough. So believe it. Yeah, for that's, sure. That's a good one for sure. <laughs> yeah. That's good. This is Stephen and David Scott Smith at Mission Viejo Library Comic Con saying thank you for joining us today and always remember to geek, geek out. out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.